So the uh, passage today is um, Psalm 104, verses 28 to 30. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they're satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they're terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Now, whenever I um, look at the scripture uh, or I'm preparing the talk, which is not very often, um, Rob and others have encouraged me to, to look at either a phrase or a group of words that really stand out. It might just be one word. And as I read this passage, I, I got to the end, renew the face of the earth, and I thought, hmm, what does that, what does that mean? What does that really mean, renew the face of the earth? Um, now, last Monday, Rob and I had appointments at the embassy to renew the uh, passports for Vivi and Ralph. So we're driving up to London on um, Sunday night, because we stayed overnight, and uh, I'm in the car with Rob, and I said, so I'm uh, doing a talk this weekend. He said, yeah. And I said, um, I like the passage, and I said, what does renew the face of the earth? What's that mean? And he said, well, I think you probably need to go back and think, why were you created? Look at Genesis. It's like, okay. He said, you know, what's our purpose? And I said, well, what's your purpose? And he said, well, my answer will probably have a different shape from your answer. Just because I'm married to him, I don't really like it. So he said, um, just think about it. Pray about it. Um, so we had the appointment, and then we drove home on Monday. And uh, I'm still wrestling with it. I'm like, what is my purpose? So I'm cycling through my life, and, you know, as a teenager, on it. Monday night, Rob's like, keep praying. Tuesday um, <laughs> morning we had Grace Station, and for those of you who don't know, Grace Station is where we stand on the corner over here, and we give out tea and coffee, and we pray for people who feel better. And um, so Tuesday morning, at the time this morning, it was just Jenny, Rob and me, it was really cold, it was kind of grey, and I think we've been standing there for an hour. Um, we've had lots of no's, and anyone that has done Grace Station know what it's like to have lots of no's. No, thank you. No, I don't want coffee. I don't need coffee. I just had coffee. Um, on my way from coffee, on my way from America. Why are you doing this? What, what is the catch? No. Anyway, um, we were still beginning to think about wrapping up, and uh, an hour later comes past, and you always know if they're going to stop. Because they're kind of looking at the table, look at you, look at the coffee and the flat back. And they're like, hello, do you want a coffee? Rosary? And she said, oh, well, oh, I don't, oh, 
flapjack. So she stops, and I think she was with us about half an hour. And in that time, she didn't take one more flapjack, and I think she took one sip of coffee that we had done for half an hour, and it must have been cold. Um, but what followed was the most incredible story, really. It was a real privilege to listen to. We prayed for it again, and it was, it was a bit challenging because we couldn't actually get a word in. But it was so novel. And we call this lady Julia. So Julia, has, she's had so much hardship in her life. You know, she's had more things dealt to her than probably most of us. Um, illness, they have a disabled daughter who's, who's in her 40s, who's non-verbal. Um, they carry her, you know, if she needs moving. And throughout all this story, not once did she have any pity, any sorrow, any looking for sympathy. In fact, it was almost like she saw it as a total privilege to be living this life and to be in this position. And it was really, it was really quite humbling to listen to. Um, but one of the stories she told was about um, someone in her family who went to university, um, got in a relationship, got married, and um, was quite worried about selling her family. She went to the hospital having all the scans, and about half of the parents basically look, it's a really hard chance your child has cancer. And do you know what we are? Why don't you just turn the parents in? Okay, because you know, it's quite hard to find your child with additional needs. And you know, why don't you go and finish your course and develop your career? And she said, No, no, I'm I'm gonna have this baby. And she told her family and they were very supportive and said, Yeah, I'm really gonna have this baby. She did have a baby. He's now a teenager. He didn't have Down syndrome. Um, and this mum, who was at university, is now um, in her 30s. She has a life of disease now where she um, sometimes can't see, she sometimes struggles to walk and to stand. And as Julia was telling me this story, she said, I realised that. Um, it was her purpose to have that child because she knows what it's like to learn and to be loved. And I thought, well, there you go. I've been wrestling with this for the last two days. God sent me this person, stood on the whole Tuesday morning and told me what I'm about. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. So then I'm like slightly through back. Okay, so if our purpose is to love, and to be loved, to love God, to love others, to love ourselves, then I guess at different points in my life, how do I express that? Am I supposed to be a teacher? Or I go and love children and love walking out there and journey? And then as a wife, I was going to love and be loved in a different way and developing my faith and loving God. So, then going back to this, this passage in the psalm, you're renewing Earth. What does that mean then? If we're if your purpose, my purpose is to love, how are we renewed? So here's the word for you. Take it a 
extending what you've already got. Or you might go to one of those lovely spas over in uh, the other side of the bath and they give you a renewing facial, which is taking your skin back to when you were 25 and you don't have lines and bags. And that's sort of going back to renewing something that you had and don't have anymore. Well, this renewing is different. And actually, later on in the New Testament, Paul talks about this renewal as a as a transformation, where it's not going back or trying to find what you had before. It's being transformed, and that's physical and spiritual. It's not lots of laws of what to do or what not to do. It's not conforming, and it's not non-conforming. It's being transformed, being changed. And Paul talks about that as in Galatians 5, the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, self-control. That's how the Holy Spirit is working in us to transform us. And, you know, you know when it's the Holy Spirit. I was having a conversation with somebody this week, and this is somebody who don't know hugely well, they're in church, and um, they came to us, I think they came to about I don't know, six weeks ago, and said, we really like to base it for you and Rob. It's like, great, thanks. Well, it's actually Rob's birthday coming up, we'd like to go out for dinner. And they said, yeah, we'll come base it. And the day of Rob's birthday, they handed us this card, and inside it was some money for dinner. So not only did they base it on four kids, and then gave us money to go out. And as I was talking to this person, they said, I just knew. I just knew because I knew the Holy Spirit said, go and love her. And they said, I almost couldn't wait to come and do it. So what I couldn't wait to give it to you and to come and do that for you. And you know, there is such freedom, isn't there? There's such freedom in living in the Spirit. And you talk about this being enslaved by the Spirit. It's not enslaved top down. It's enslaved because you want to do it. You want to be in that freedom of the Spirit. And then later on, um, Paul talks about the renewal of our minds. Why do our minds need renewing? And I think intrinsically our minds are sort of bent, if you like, towards worldly ways, towards deceit, towards idols, towards slander. Do you know the average person tells two lies a day? Only two. Only two. Only two. Um, and you know, we're caught on the worldly ways of ambition and God, I have the next this, the next that, the next house, car, job, promotion, holiday. Um, we've got some friends visiting from Turkey. And uh, one of them said to me yesterday, it's a really good podcast, I won't run it, I listen to this podcast. And it's called, it's a guy who's written a book called 4,000 Weeks, which is our lifetime. Doesn't feel very long, does it? And um, he talks about, I'm a house manager all the time, and he tells this story about, it's, it's probably a story that you've embellished a bit, but I'm forgive the stereotypes. But it's a New York banker who um, goes to holiday to Mexico, and he's on the beach, and he's having a chat. To a Mexican fisherman, and he said, What do you do? And the fisherman said, Well, you know, the other thing I'm going to fish. I sell my fish market, and then I sell my beach, and this is what you're doing. 
Spirit. 